Hey, everybody. It's the Fantasy Football Breakdown Podcast, episode 160. Straight out of Hurricane. I'm your boy, Two Drink, and Swax is here. We're doing this. What's up, buddy? The calm before the storm. Hopefully, hopefully I'm past the worst part of it, but I, 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 I hear you. It, well, it's kind of that. It's kind of that for week one. So I'm going to use that. We're going to say it's the calm before Fair. the storm, and it's kind of that time of year You're where cut out where I said no. Everything's about to happen. We got to set those lineups. It gets weird when you're about to set your lineups for me anyway, because it goes by so quick, and then you're like, "Shit, I have to set my lineups." We're here. Yeah, and I was unsure of when I might lose power, so I set lineups uh, this past weekend, which yeah. felt really funky, like watching week season four and having some some drafts even take place, you know, but my Dynasty League's going through and setting all of those through the different platforms. It was really funky. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to set them now, and hopefully I don't have to make changes later, but yeah, in the midst of doing everything else and sandbagging sliding glass doors and front doors, I'm yeah. like, shit, I got to make sure I hit that other uh, platform. Let me go get Flea Flicker and hit my five leagues over there. Yeah. <laughs> so with all that said, you've all, anybody that hasn't figured out where Two Drink is, he's pretty much in the middle of the storm today. And this is kind of his last opportunity to be able to get on the mic before he may lose power. So he might like be a little in and out today, like reception wise, but we think we've got it all dialed in and ready to go. But how is the Floridians? So. We're we're doing all right. I think we uh we got lucky and have steered steered out of the way of most of the destruction. Poor Bahamas got just decimated, but Florida seemed to skip out, and now we got to hope for our people in Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina don't. Don't get any of that mess. So if you guys are listening to this, go set your lineups now. Shoot, I might even go ahead and preemptively set week two, just because I don't know how long it'll be without power. So check that out. Y'all be safe. And your cats are be okay. taken care of, or it's it's still only one. Uh, we are you know we are down to one, and, and yes, it's gonna it seems like that one is gonna make it through the storm as well. Uh, Michael Finero offered to watch your cat. Unfortunately, for you. it just depends on who you ask. Finero watch I your feel cat, like that's dude. cruel and unusual punishment to the cat. That might be a little too far. <laughs> a, little, a little too far for Finero. Um, if he wants to drive down here again, maybe we could talk about it. But, <laughs> but now he's definitely so coming. We are setting some lineups. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. Come down and have a beer. We'll figure out the rest. <laughs> Thought we were but just we, the weather we report all of a sudden. Lineups, dude, and, right. That's all you're getting. <laughs> and great. Look for look for more questions and answers on episode 161. We're out. Not well, in case you cut out, be nope, safe. We can't go two in a row. <laughs> Fair. We can't go two shows in a row without a two-minute breakdown, as you crushed it on the solo episode on the last Thanks. week. So I, that, I actually no, you, thought you about will, a way like, a to ask myself some questions or something like that. I was looking for it, but I, been some I didn't have it in me. Shit, I mean, you can hear how quick I'm, tra- <laughs> I'm trying to get through it anyway, so I can't imagine talking <laughs> to myself any longer. You know what I mean. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I do know what you mean. So... I'm gonna I'm jumping right into this before you take me astray again. And uh <laughs> it's Atlas been a minute. Has a question. It has been a minute. That's nice to get on the I can do this all video, day. Now I can start talking uh, about how long it's been. Wait it. Wait it. Nope, wait it. Save I'm sorry, guys. We'll get into one. this. My bad. No, we won't. I don't even want to do it now. <laughs> so, Atlas wants to know, are you starting Duke Juice? No, <laughs> nope, Duke Johnson Jr. or Kenyon Drake this and flex this week. Full hmm. PPR. He tells us it's 10-team. I don't know that it, it matters. If we're just, if you give me those only two options. But where do you, you want to go there? 
It's so crazy that we're here, and that's an actual question, and I'm it actually going to take question. the Duke Johnson side, which if you asked me that a couple months ago, I would have been like, that's a crazy question. Drake, and I don't What's even that? like Drake, but I'm going Duke Johnson, especially PPR. In full PPR, yeah, I'm, I'm with you too, and we haven't really seen a lot from Drake coming out of the boot yet, you know what I mean? I still think they probably split with Balazs. Yep, um, he's said against, to be the, the, Ravens, the number one, and they named Balazs as number that's two. That's fine. Exactly. I mean, and we can get into that later too, but Breda was named the number one, you know, Sam Friend running back over Tevin Coleman. Like, there's lots of... There's lots of little games, I think, uh, with coaches and just and teams in general right now with, with some of that. We've seen that in games before where that, that veteran gets that, comes out and has like a couple snaps and then doesn't have any more. Like, yeah. And, and Duke's just so don't, don't too much I'm that, not super worried about Hyde. Yeah, I'm with you there. That's So that's the only pause or at least, I guess, discussion is how much do you think Carlos Hyde takes away from Duke Johnson in this game? I, I think it's Duke Johnson's, you know, it's that's his... It's his team in, in that regard, running back. And Carlos Hyde gets maybe 10 total touches. If Duke's at 15, like, give me the Duke touches easy. Hyde's a plotter. I don't need a part of that. So you going Duke over Drake? Yep. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I just don't know what to expect from the Dolphins. Our offensive line was not great. We got rid of uh, one of the better pieces in Tunstall there. Maybe it's character issues. Maybe it's just Dolphins deciding to blow it completely all up for... We'll find out. But I... There's not a whole lot I want on the Dolphins, and the pieces I do want, I don't know, are part of the running game. You know what I mean? It's going to be, there's going to be a receiver to pop, whether you believe it's like the undrafted free agent, Preston Williams, maybe it's Albert Wilson, uh, hashtag never Parker. Like, there'll be a piece there that, regardless, the team's going to have to throw, right? We're not going to win games running the ball, period. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know that you want a whole lot invested in the Dolphins running game until we can, can see it kind of moving forward. Give me Duke Johnson in week one. So, hashtag never Parker. You lost Kenny Stills. Do you like right. Parker more? And how do you feel about Stills with the same team? Texans. So, you have to, you have to like Parker's opportunity more regardless of your feelings of the player himself. Right? You can attribute a lot of Parker to maybe Adam Gase and just the scheme system there. Parker is, is tall. He is fast. Fitzpatrick doesn't mind just chucking the ball up because apparently that's the quarterback we're still going to go with. We're going to blow it all up, but still give the veteran quarterback the snaps. That's that we can do probably a whole show on that one. Yeah, um, but we, stop there super quick, super quick. Nice little grab. Like if you're streaming quarterbacks or something in, in a redraft mode or even in, even in dynasty, you might be able to get them super cheap right now. Fitzpatrick, like yeah. we've seen him get it done before. It's never super pretty, but keep your eye on him. I mean, so. you know, you know, he's going to throw picks, but, we also know this team is going to have to throw. Yep. And I don't know that it's all just ink and dunk. So, yeah, look for Fitz to throw it up a couple times, you know, 30, 40 yards down the field and see if Parker can make a play. We'll find out a lot about, you know, Parker kind of bet on himself contract-wise coming back this year. So, we'll see. I, As a Dolphins fan, I would I would hope, you know, he gets a little out of it. I'm just, I'm not going to expect it, especially not for my fancy team. Kenny Stills, to me, um, I almost feel like, yes, the offense has improved. Kiki and Will Fuller, you know, does he just kind of take over the role of who's who's actually out there? You know, whoever's injured is on and still kind of fills right in and then just gives the Texans uh, always have kind of three weapons out there. Mm -hmm. I don't know the breakdown of the opportunity those guys are going to get. I think if Stills is giving as much opportunity as Fuller and Kiki, then I might I'll probably take him over those two. Obviously, we're we're well under the nuke factor here, but 
I think I might take Stills over those other ones, and I think he's still cheaper. Yeah, I agree even, with you. Even in Dynasty to trade for, and I think he produces similar as long as he's given that opportunity. I just haven't seen that breakdown yet, so I'm a little and, iffy on it going in. And that's just it. And so the question I was even asking myself, it's sort of irrelevant, but how would we feel about Stills today had he been with the Texans the entire time and not in the situation that he was with the, through the quarterbacks and everything and Gase and I mean you've been a part of it you're a Dolphins fan but how would we feel mm-hmm. about him today if he groomed into that system rather than the one he did he might not have been such a dud so I think we're kind of hard for hard on him for the situation he's been and he's still a pretty young dude right I, I don't know Stills his age but I don't feel like he's been in the league that long like what are we talking 26 27 yeah I think that's right so Kiki can't stay healthy. I'm sorry, Fuller can't stay healthy. I I know people are, they hate the health narratives and stuff, but there's obviously risk there. I I like the idea of maybe Stills being a factor. Yeah, Stills is 27, so not even really, like, just right in that kind of fringe, you know, uh, prime wide receiver. And yeah, I think, again, those, like you said, those two guys, other guys, Fuller and Kiki, uh, I mean, Kiki's only been in one year, so I don't really know that it's truly injury prone, but we already saw it there. it's just bigger ups for Deshaun Watson and giving him another weapon that regardless of who's injured out of those rotating three, he's got another one, you know, kind of in the mix that could step up. Yep. But yeah, it's, if Stills finishes over Fuller and Kiki at the end of the year, I don't think anybody should be surprised. Yeah. yeah I'm, right, I'm going gonna, gonna to move on and not a Cubs fan. It was a little, little different mindset here, but Cubs fan wants to know, did he make a mistake drafting justice in every league possible? And I said, I am definitely asking you this one. It's too early to say it's a mistake. I mean, I guess it you, also depends on me. Do you, like, do you feel like you got enough, Justice Hill? Where did you or... draft him? You know, was he, you know, if you were taking him over the likes of, I don't know, I'm blanking. I'm trying to think of somebody like, I don't know, I'll even say Montgomery. Or I mean, I guess it depends on where you were drafting him. I don't mind having Justice Hill all over the place. You know that. I'll try to trade for him. I'll, I've been trying to get him. I think I grabbed him in all the redraft leagues I've done and it was usually kind of late. I don't mind it at all, but if you were missing out on studs, like, I mean, I'll, I'll still draft Allen Robinson. It's probably over closer Justice like the, yeah. But like in rookie drafts, I would say he's probably closer to like Damian Harris range when you were drafting. You know what I mean? Damian Harris, or Justice Hill right now you're taking Justice Hill. Oh yeah. I would draft if, Justice Hill around that. Like, probably top of my head 108 to 109 area today and that's earlier than i know he was going at the beginning of rookie drafts and everything but i would absolutely draft him there like probably hmm, even towards the end or before metcalf still early second yep yeah so you're definitely doing earlier especially with metcalf going on um nope that was harry going on just kidding yep all right there's one more right up top here i wanted to to hit you i love the idea of Uh justice hill i mean yeah I mean, you and I, we haven't even talked since we did our hot takes, but I mean, I've mentioned my hot take a couple times and it was Justice Hill six um, to finish as the third rookie running back and around running back 16. And then I threw some numbers out there, but yours was Foles uh, top 12. And then that was already said, so I pivoted to Sony 1,400 yards and 16 touchdowns. Oh, that's right. But, but yeah, still, and that's a good I'm, show I'm if you guys want to check it out on uh, Dynasty Warzone. It was Warzone. a couple episodes ago, but yeah, they put out they put out stuff a lot, a lot of hot right, takes on from, there. From Cubs fan here, and I, I want to ask you this one because I kind of know, or at least seen some of your tweets about it, is how long does it take Singletary or 
how long till Singletary takes full duties over in Buffalo? And I've seen you on Twitter, like going out there and talking about buying some Frank Gore. You really telling people to buy the old man Frank Gore? Absolutely. I see no reason not to. Like I've I've gotten him off waivers in dynasties. I've gotten him in redraft leagues late for free. Um, redraft leagues, it's a little tougher depending on how deep your rosters are but Mm -hmm. i've seen him uh, like close to waivers or or worse you know so i put in a claim form and got him the other day still you know he's gonna be the starter so the question is when does singletary take over that is that where we're saying Mm -hmm. he doesn't all year not without an injury or frank gore shaking his hand and retiring so what's that doesn't mean he's not gonna be viable there no, he's, sure, right. So let's let's go there. He's What's, backing up Frank Gore. He's probably going to get some third downs. He's going to get some passing plays. He's a fast, athletic dude. I think we got a little too excited just because we saw McCoy go away. Um, Frank Gore and McCoy were always ahead of Singletary. Singletary, we saw some flashes in preseason. I would still take Singletary ahead of the mentioned Damian Harris or someone like that, even Daryl Henderson. But I'm taking him behind Justice Hill, and I'm taking him kind of – man, it's tough. Because, I mean, last year, Frank Gore, I think, was only good for like 800 yards, but he was still in the top 20 running backs. And I don't think it's crazy that Frank Gore could give you another 800 yards, but it's still going to leave some left over for Singletary, like it or not. Yeldon's still around. He didn't get caught after McCoy was. So that's – right, so if we think Singletary's – going to help out in third down rolls where is yeldon's spot then and there's it's just a rotating plus rub those three backs yeah i mean right, we're just whoever gets the touchdown that week is the one we should have started you know what i mean or do any of them are are you able to start two of these guys i i wish you know so I mean? much that i was excited about yeldon as i was like a couple months ago i was on that bandwagon mm-hmm. pretty strong i have a few cheap shares of yeldon still around but it kind of sounds like this is just his job now. It sounds like he's the third running back on the team, and for him to be your starter, I think he's he's he needs an injury. I don't think Singletary needs that to be in your flex spot or something like that, but I think Yeldon could dig okay. in a little bit. But what are we talking here? Five to eight touches a game for Yeldon? At this point, yeah, I think that's 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 probably being generous. Or at yeah, least I almost started me. at three, yeah, but I, I'm not super excited about yelling unless it's deep and i own those guys that's fair all right i'm moving on uh what do you think to, what i mean no yeah i'm 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 fairly on on board with really there i i think by mid-season i think we see the team lean a little bit more into singletary as long as things have kind of progressed you know in that way um you know we we got word that that's kind of why they felt okay with moving shady it, to me it made no sense to cut shady now why didn't they try to trade him back during, you know, trading period and free agency and all that back then? If you knew you were you were drafting Singletary, and even if he wasn't the future, like Katie's not your answer. You know what I mean? And and the money that it saved back then, I the timing is, is kind of funky to me, but that's something that's over my pay grade here. Uh but yeah, I, I think they want to see more out of Singletary. Frank Gore can be the vet that kind of helps them along and, and will probably frustrate the Singletary owner. More than anything, I think at the end of the year, Singletary finishes with the most, but it's it's probably a close, you know what I mean? It's not a, oh, this was Singletary's team the whole year kind of deal. When we look yeah, back at it. and and I think the, the answer to that 
is I don't think Frank Gore is as much of a risk to the locker room as say maybe McCoy would be and how they want that team to move forward at this point. Kind of change culture of that team in general. A little bit. A guy like Shady doesn't really help them there. Yeah, Yeah, that's fine. Um, I like this question a lot just because of uh, at RB0418, throwing it back from last year. Expectations for the measuring stick. Do you remember who the measuring stick is? And, um, Derek Henry? Yes. All yeah. right. Perfect. So expectations that. for yeah. the measuring stick. What do you got this year? Well, I still think they're going to have to put <laughs> the ball through him a lot. You know, I wish he wasn't banged up through <laughs> mm-hmm. preseason, but I also think the role he's going to play. I mean, we see rookies come in and take on the running back job like pretty quick and catch on. So Derek Henry obviously can miss some preseason if they can afford it to keep him healthy. I think he's going to be the guy there. They released Alex Barnes. It's him and Deion Lewis, right? Do they, I mean, who's, I don't even know yep. who's behind them to be completely honest with you, I guess. McNichols. Okay. They, did they, do they still right? have McNichols? I think there? he got cut as well. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So, oh, okay. so they obviously that's the way they plan on leaning. Deion Lewis could be a super, yep cheap buy at this time too now that you mention it i hate to say that but low expectations but sure um so let's give the measuring stick like i think he's a a a high upside rb2 yeah still with some of those big rb1 type pop weeks when he just kind of puts it together yep like then they give he'll probably give you a little bit less than dalvin cook at a fraction of the price Oh, you shut your face. You shut your face. <laughs> Man, but, you know what I, I mean, hope, though? Kind of I like... hope Derrick Henry is healthy and, and can go through that. Yeah. No, I totally got gotcha. Um, I think Dalvin takes it over the top with his ability to catch. Um, and whether or not Derrick Henry can do that, they don't use him that way. Uh, the, I wish he would have been healthy during the preseason, even if right? he seems like a guy that's not going to be out there. Right? Like At this point, they know what he is. And right. we've had him out there a whole lot, so I don't know that that part bothers me as much. Them cutting Alex Barnes, you know, is is pretty big to me, um, or the part that I guess you know I, I felt like he actually did a pretty good job, and it was going to stay there. Yeah, the two guys behind them, David Falulin and Dalen Dawkins, is what Arlads has listed. As, huh. as that that just seems weird. Who? Don't worry about those guys. Why? Why, not, uh, why so cut Barnes at that point? Gross. I would have rather seen him stick with Barnes. But whatever, yeah. who are we? For sure. Fantasy football like breakdown? Producer. Yeah, you guys don't know what you're doing, right? We should be a GM because apparently some don't know how to do it anyways. Um, all right, I, I got another week one question. Just going to bounce all around here. But at the Mighty J10, your boy Darius Geis. These are all your boys. Josh Gordon and Duke Johnson, which we talked about before. Full PPR. I I don't care what coach speak or they or they they said out of Washington. I cannot feel starting Darius guys until I see it. And if that means I miss it week one, then I'm okay missing that week one. Um, it, it is pretty damn tough to, and I have guys on a lot of teams. It is pretty tough for me to squeeze them into my lineups though. But that was guys, Duke Johnson. Who was the third? Josh Gordon. Oh, okay. Full PPR. Whew. I'm going to play Duke. Um, although we haven't really seen it there. And I kind of use that argument for guys. Like it's not because of health. It's just Duke coming over. I think the offense in general. I think Duke feels the safest in a full PPR. If that sounds crazy, um, and this I is think we've got a week spot, one board so back coming that's, here. That's safe. Are you going Josh Gordon? Are you putting Hell's in there? Yeah. yeah. Do what you got to do. Which one? Give me Josh. Okay. I'll take. Gordon. I'll take it. Yeah. 
Yeah, week one. Full PPR. Edelman's Duke beat Johnson. up. Harry's on the IR. Yeah, give me Josh Gordon. Give me 30 carries from Sony Michelle. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, Mike, put it on the board. That's cool. Dude, I think Sony. <laughs> I know we got some questions to get in, but I think Sony, you guys are underestimating him. I know Two Drink agrees, um, but what the hell? Go get Sony, guys. It's okay, especially in a redraft format or something like that. Dynasty, I can see some of your concerns a little bit, but I'm going to say still, even in Dynasty, I'm absolutely all in. And play the Patriots running backs. You know, you can't trust them. Uh, You can. You can. You can now, and it's Sony. Yep. Just throwing it out there. Um, all right, I have another one with that has Geist, and it just puts your boy Kenny Galladay up against him, and it's a half PPR. This is week one or trade? Week one. Um, I'll, I'll go Galladay. It hurts because I do like Geist, and I want to give him my lineups, but again, I'm just not ready. I have to be pretty and desperate, and you if you have Miles those Sanders guys, yet? you're not desperate. Um, True. no, can but some Miles Sanders against Kenny Galladay, or how about Sanders over Geist week one? I'll take both questions. I'll take Sanders over Geis, but you're getting close to my limit. I, I mean, I tell you, dude, I'll take I'll take Penny over Geis week one. Okay, I don't mind that. I'm pretty Again, with you I'm on okay the wait and see. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to see it. If you have somebody in yes. your lineup that you feel will get you eight points as the floor, like that's where your gut is. I'm almost better with that week one than Geis. Yes, is that you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna take Holiday. And all the situations there, but I'm I'm with you over guys everywhere else you said too. I'm totally fine missing it. The Eagles offered supposedly offered Jordan Howard and a mid round swap for Melvin Gordon, and the Eagle and the Chargers turned it down. Yeah, pass. What? Nope. Who does that help? The, the Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Does not help Chargers at all to me. Yeah, well, except they get a running back that they'd have on their team playing for cheaper while Philly takes care of the contract situations. You know, they'd have a player. Right now, they don't. And Miles Miles Sanders is pissed. Yeah. Pissed. Um, This one's kind of solved because Elliott's there, but Pollard can, it was, if Pollard's a must play if Zeke's out, but okay, let's not worry about that now. Pollard, is he still flex worthy? Week one. Talks um, of Zeke getting 25 touches already in week one. You know what I mean? Like, they're not holding back here. I mean, I, I so, think but, I'm starting guys. <laughs> <laughs> Different question, but got it. Yep, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel super good about that anymore. This What's he going to get? Like, five like touches now? and like some, six, maybe something? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you're hoping he breaks a long one. So, yeah. Um, is Amari Cooper playing week one? I think so. So you got Amari uh, Cooper, Gallup. You still have Randall Cobb. You have a slew yeah, of tight ends. I don't know if you're going to see Witten or Blake Jarwin, you know, and, and Zeke. Stuff, yeah. I mean, they got plenty of places to throw it to. They don't need to get Pollard out there right away. Like, I know people were excited because of maybe the suspension, but don't forget why you were excited. It wasn't because you were all in on Tony Pollard all year. Right. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> all right. Uh, my run. My running backs are Josh Jacobs and Carrion Johnson. Okay. All right. Well, and Zeke. So uh, between Jacobs and Carrion, would you take any of these players over them in my flex? Josh Gordon, Curtis Samuel, Lay Fitz. No. Half nice PPR. team, though. Damn. Got to play running backs, though. Yeah, right? I'll play, yeah you know I'm playing those running backs. Yeah. Starting, starting Chris Godwin and Kenny Galladay. So 
Curtis Samuel, Larry Fitz, or Chris Godwin? Godwin. Or Josh Gordon? Oh, Gordon. Gordon. You're playing Josh. I was going to say, I think you played Josh Gordon over Chris Godwin. Yeah, I want the wide receiver one on the team over the wide receiver two on the team. See what's going to happen, you know? Like, there's been a lot of Godwin hype this offseason, but Mike Evans is still the man there to Mm me. I, I like Godwin a lot. I think he's got potential to finish a wide receiver two. He'll probably finish better than Josh Gordon, mm-hmm. but not week one. That's you know what I mean. Yeah. See if Josh Gordon even yeah, finishes the season. Um, my, yeah. This is when you if you still <laughs> I'm you, own I'm glad Josh. You said it. If you still own Josh Gordon, though, at this point, I don't know why else you have him. Kind of because I, I just as much as I want the guy to succeed, I think it's still one of those things that you get whatever you can out of him right now, whether it's putting him in your lineup or moving on from him. Is that change from dynasty to redraft format for you? Um, are you more willing to draft to write it out because it doesn't cost you as much, or do you still think he is a he is a sell now? Um, even if you even if he ends up playing all sixteen, just because the potential is is for him not to, and it's worth cashing out now. Is this something we need to wait maybe a week or two and let him blow up and then uh, move on? Well, I'll put him in my lineup. I'm that guy. I, I will buy some shares. I think the price is kind of no, weird, yeah, though. I it seems like it's between like that first and second round if you're talking future picks, and I don't even know if I can pay that. I'd probably mm-hmm. give you a second at this point, but it's still a little risky. So are those rookie picks, but mm-hmm. I'd probably give you a second for Josh Gordon. So if you think your team's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, but I think, yeah, I don't I, think I, but I'm just saying if, long ago. if you are that person, though, that has him to wait and see what happens. That's yeah. that's when I'm, I think, again, you know, you either put him in your lineup or you move on. You get something out of him now via trade or put him in your lineup. I like it. Start your I have studs. another week one question. Another week one question here. Full PPR flex. Um, actually, it's two or I'm breaking it up into two. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Tariq Cohen or Sterling Shepard? I know this is in the um, player, week one. but hmm. I, heard, I, I got that blurb. I got that blurb of a uh, massive role coming for Evan Ingram. Yeah, I did, did see, see that. that? Yep. But how they plan to utilize him a lot. Yep. Does that does that hurt Sterling Shepard a bunch? Or does that even help? Because there's a, an additional weapon out there to draw coverage away. Yeah, I, I still like Sterling Shepard. From that Tony Tones. I still like Sterling Shepard right, so a little Sterling bit. Sterling Shepard over Tariq Cohen? Um, week one, yeah. I think. Right, I think the then, Bears love Montgomery more than the Giants love Ingram. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, and, That's and for fair. being week one, I want to see it. Like, I still like Cohen, though, because there's that other narrative where he was so much out of the mm-hmm. slot. He caught so many passes. I mean, the dude was efficient through the air and with his touches on the ground behind Jordan Howard. So I think he's still going to get some of that. But, I mean, they've shifted a lot to Montgomery, and it looks like Cohen could stand the chance to lose some of that role and maybe even play more special teams or something. Well, yeah, the Bears talking about uh, maybe they did use him too much down the stretch last year. And sure, you would think the points are going to come down just because total touches will come down. But I think he's a type of player that can be uber efficient with his yeah. touches. And limiting them doesn't necessarily mean taking a whole bunch away, you know, because of his efficiency through those. Like a top back last year too. Twelve, thirteen, you know, somewhere in there, depending on your scoring. So yeah, he won't finish there. He sort of feels safer than Shepard, doesn't he? Like if Cohen touches the ball more than Shepard does in Week One, that shouldn't surprise you at all. But I'm with you. I I feel like in against against the 
Green Bay on the Thursday night game opening up, like I think Montgomery gets a lot of run in week one and kind of shows up as, hey, this is kind of my team. If Cohen takes one to the house, then everybody's happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I would lean Shepard in week one, um, but I don't feel great about it. I think those are two close pieces. Um, I'm going to add two more into the mix here. And do you want to play Latavius Murray or Justin Jackson in week one in full PPR? Um, I feel like you've been higher on Eckler. Yeah. Like in the, you know, for the Chargers there. I feel you like everybody's higher on the Latavius than there. Yeah, I feel like everybody likes Latavius Murray but, more than I do. Um, I'm going to go Latavius. And I'm not against that. That's another s- safe call there. Although I like Justin Jackson to at least equal Austin mm-hmm. Eckler. Um, but that's, I feel like more people the other way against me there. So, all right, so let's put the four together then, or the two that you picked and Sterling Shepard or Latavius Murray, because you only get one now. Um, uh, I feel like now you want to go back to Cohen. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like, well, it's still Shepard or Cohen. I feel like it goes back to those guys, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Super gross. I think Murray feels this, this, this. Safest, uh, just the the game plan in the dome. Um, I think this I'm sounds like Justin a Jackson zero to RB team to me. The more we talk, <laughs> yep, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's finding a way to and just trying to find another way to get one in there. Yeah, but it's full PPR too. Certain's mm. probably got what seven, eight targets coming his way. Yeah, give me Shepard. Catches five of them. Let's go that way. Tony Tones. Hopefully that helped. Yeah. Ugh. Um, that's kind of it, dude. I think that's kind of it out of the ones I ran through most that uh I felt like I didn't already hit on the shout because I answered some through the shout there too. What else you want to talk yep. about? You want to talk more? What do you want to talk about? We got a draft tonight. Are you you have a draft too? Given league? Shout out at yeah. the third mic, the given league. As a live draft tonight. I hope I don't lose power tonight. So I'm gonna try to go in and preset some guys. Um I'm, I mean, Otherwise, I'm pretty I'm ignorant, though. I, I like got to get draft, on there so I have a built-in it, excuse. Yeah. Are we, do we, are so we on pretty, the same uh, division? Or? No, I don't think so. I hope so. I, I want to play you in the championship and watch you cry when I beat you. Nah. It doesn't happen a lot, so I'm going to try to take a full advantage of it. Yeah, I was thinking this <laughs> me, us not being in the same division does give you a better chance of being in the championship. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I left last year's team. I left last year's draft thinking I had an amazing team. And I feel like that was one of my worst leagues last year. It was like four and four and nine or whatever it was going into it. I'm like, sweet. We, we should have just shared a charity. team. Next year we're sharing a team. We'll still probably donate as much anyway. <clears throat> That'll be our first, right? That'll be our first co-owned team. Yeah. You never want to do it with me because you're such you're such a mean guy. Oh, you'll definitely um, divorce me after that. That's fair. We gotta make it that far first. <laughs> um No, I think that's I think that's probably good for this one. Uh Swags, I really hope I don't lose power for tomorrow or by the time you listen to this so hopefully we can get another another show in i'd like to do one more by the end of the week if we could and plus try to check us out at superflex pod so i still putting stuff out rookie fever that's great shows hell yeah but because like i said uh i can't do two shows in a row without a two-minute breakdown so unless you got something else to talk about swags two-minute breakdown is in your face yeah let's do this i'm ready and now your two-minute breakdown Half point PPR redraft. How many non running backs would you take in front of Gurley? Zero. <laughs> what is the highest percentage of the team's market share for wide receiver last year between Antonio Brown, Corey Davis, or Jarvis Landry? 
highest percentage of teams market share for wide receiver? Um, Jarvis Landry. Corey Davis. Oh wow, that makes if sense. You, if you if you train super hard, you'd be a better belly dancer or river dance dancer. Um, I'm you train super hard belly dancer. <laughs> belly dancer. Name the only name the only quarterback only quarterback that has finished as a top ten in each of the last four seasons in six point per touchdown leagues. Top ten last four seasons, only one quarterback has done it. Oh man. You're answering so uh, quick. Kirk Cousins? It is Kirk Cousins. Holy shit. <laughs> How many games does Antonio Brown play this year? Uh, seven? Is that Oof. high? That's mean. Did I get enough beer for Hurricane Dorian? Doubtful. It was probably yeah, easier to find to than the water, though. That's, eh, it's close. <laughs> um, Dynasty half point PPR rank. Mike Williams, DJ Moore, Corey Davis. Um, Corey Davis, DJ Moore, Mike Williams. What was the last movie you laughed to? Um, man. Um, we went and saw that one movie with uh Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Once upon Once upon a time in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, right. Um, usually not too good. Four more questions to go. Um, oh, it. the movie. Gotcha. Random. What's a random item you think I should have I should have in my hurricane preparedness kit? Next time I make one, what item should I put in there for you? Um oh my god. Shit is that? Um <laughs> probably <sighs> I, I I feel like there should be something Jesus. really cool in there. Maybe a compass. 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 I want a That's compass. Cool. <laughs> um <laughs> add that That's in so fucking cool uh, alright uh, super flex dynasty rank Dwayne Haskins Daniel Jones Marcus Mariota Will you say that one more time Marcus Mariota something and something super flex dynasty rank Dwayne Haskins Dwayne Haskins Daniel Jones Marcus Mariota man so I'll go Haskins Jones Mariota just like I said, it. It's if so I crazy, told you DJ though. Moore finishes with 200 points, <laughs> listen, damn it. If I told you DJ Moore totals 200 points this year in full PPR, Curtis Samuel will finish with blank. Uh, 160. How many miles? Last question. How many miles per hour do we have to have sustained before they will shut bridges down for 120? I wrote shit bridges down. <laughs> 40. 40 miles 40 an hour. 40 miles an hour. One minute, and they shut the fucking bridges down. For 40. how long? Apparently that's dangerous. And like I said, I wrote before they shit bridges down. How long is know. it shut down at that point? So you, once you shut them down. Oh, until they're just like, okay. Until it's less than 40 sustained. They should do it every minute. Like, okay, no wins for four, one minute. Like, you should be fair to the system. Like, it's been one minute without. It's open. Oh. One minute with, you're done again. We're closing. I'm all about equal opportunities, so man. just sitting there, open, close. <laughs> make one person, make one person do it. Equal opportunity. We're going to make a lady stand outside with the open, close sign in the way. Yeah. Because we don't discriminate here. I'm facing no. a breakdown. They should have like I'm a cat lady, too. That's all right. Like, or a cat man. And... <laughs> There's 17 cats inside the booth. That's why she's outside. 
let you know when the bridge is open or closed. <laughs> but the cats are safe, right? <laughs> Take advantage of your opportunities, anyway. folks in Florida. Leave those cats outside. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm at FLT Drink Minimum. He's at CFF um, underscore swag. And this is at FF underscore breakdown. I already did you, fucker. I'm the guy that's going to have like the animal rights activists after them. That's all right. I just pissed off women, apparently. So just, just, I just don't get it. But dudes, 18 to 35 are still okay. Yeah. When you let your kid piss on their feet and walk on your counter and you tell them it's okay, I'll get over the cat shit. I don't know. I might catwalk on my counter. It knows better. Does it paw your lap? No, fuck no. That thing doesn't touch me. <laughs> Damn crap, weasel. You sound like such an affectionate camp I owner. tried to change his name. <laughs> I tried to change his name to Crap Weasel, like for a long time. <laughs> nobody in my family caught on, so I had to stop. <laughs> it was no fun when nobody I got the joke. <laughs> nobody, like my wife and daughter, would just be like, mm, huh? Dad, that's not his name. <laughs> hey crap weasel you know that's not right dad <laughs> like you're five how do you, you already have this much fucking out <laughs> you have no say in the cat's name at this point <laughs> hey be safe man thanks man we just lost him we lost him <laughs> Ha <laughs> 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 <laughs>